Welcome to the Planet, the podcast for L-Word fans. I'm Casey. And I'm Elka. This week we'll be discussing episode 12 of season 5, Loyal and True. The season finale of season 5. Although you wouldn't know it if you just saw the episode. What do you mean by that? It just seemed like a regular episode. Where's the cliffhanger? There was no cliffhanger, was there? Where's the drama? Where's the tension? Drama's in my pants. Tension's in your pants. Have you adjusted the tension? And I get tension. Have you adjusted the tension in your pants? (laughs) Don't stick your middle finger up at me. I didn't. Yes, you did. I was adjusting my lip gloss. Adjusting? You need to adjust the tension in your pants. I'm adjusting the torsion in my pants. I've got a lot of torque in there. You have a lot of tortoises in there. <laughs> you have a lot of tartar in there. Ew! <laughs> well, I am recovered from the plague and home from Colorado just in time to get this podcast up and running. Whatever, it's super late. <laughs> Due to you. I'm prolonging season five. You don't want it to end, do you? I do want it to end. It's over. Uh, how was Colorado? It was actually pretty nice. It was warm and sunny and... Anything exciting happen? I went hiking in the woods and there were like real actual trees. Trees! And they smelled like trees. And I was like, wow, trees. Trees that aren't pine trees? They were like trees, like a forest. Wow. I haven't seen that for a while. I need to get out of Dodge. It was, it was really nice. It was really, really nice. Do you have any announcements? Should we announce the winner of the contest? Let's announce it on the chart. Okay. There's a winner. So if you're still out there looking for a chicken, go to KFC and eat some lunch because the contest winners are in. We'll announce them on the next chart, along with other ginormous announcements, I might add. Ginormous and exciting. We're going to really keep it going over this (laughs) interseason space. We've got tons of material for the chart coming up. This isn't going to be our usual off-season podcast schedule where we have no schedule and just get drunk all summer and once in a while pick up a microphone. This season, we have initiatives. We have reason. We have the Dharma initiatives. Kerfuffle. (laughs) You had a lot of feedback on kerfuffle. Is that a G-R-E word? I don't think so. I think it's a grandma word. Yeah. (laughs) G-R-A. We have a lot of G-R-E words. Are you going to contribute to the editing this summer? No. No? Nope. Once again, remember whose tip jar you aim towards when you remember this little discussion. We begin this episode with the suits coming in and telling them to change the ending of Lay Girls. Because it doesn't fulfill the needs of the four quadrants. What are the four quadrants? Left one, right one. I don't know. Is it gay, straight, bisexual, trans? No. What is it? That's not... Straight men, straight women. Married man, married woman? That's not right. Yeah, I don't know. They say that the ending won't play in Peoria, which is a throwback to Jenny's awesome carnival scenes. Because that was the, a line in one of her stories from back then. Oh. Do you think they did that on purpose? Or do you think something happened? Like the writers of the L Word think Peoria sucks, which I think it kind of does. I've been there. You've been there with me. I don't remember being there. That's how awesome it is. I don't even remember it. Do you think at some point someone said that about the L word and it just stuck and that's why she writes it into the show? I'm sure they did. Then again, it's Showtime. Showtime doesn't have to play in Peoria. But it does. I bet we have a listener there. 
and they're pissed at me for saying that it sucked there. No, they probably know. <laughs> I find that when I'm in a business meeting, I like when to... When have you ever been in a business meeting? This is all theoretical. Okay. <laughs> if I were to find myself in a business meeting someday... Actually, you have meetings every day, don't you? Yeah, but it's hardly a business meeting. It, you talk about business, it's not like you're talking about your personal life. We have meetings at work, but it's about work science-y stuff. It's, okay, it's sort of like a business meeting, except for that they're not dressed very well. <laughs> it's a business meeting with jeans and clogs. A lot of L.L. Bean. Okay. Yeah. Much, <clears throat> much L.L. Bean. The point is... The point is... If I were ever to find myself in a business meeting wearing, wearing an Armani suit... <laughs> Yeah. That'd be kind of sexy. We're going to okay. make a lot more money. <laughs> I'm going to stick a yes booger in your mouth oh. if you open it again. Won't be the first time you've done that. Yes, it would. Yeah, no, I it never, I never. One time you did it accidentally. No. Yes, you did. No. Yes, you did. No. Yes, you did. Don't put that on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> that, I just you told you I have a big nose. Now they're going to think I have a big boogery nose. Boogers just fly out of it, fall <laughs> into the street. Well, your forehead is so big. No, it isn't. But it's a five head. Let me see. Eh, it's about a four. I don't have a... Fuck you. Fuck you right in the ass. This is what you do. What? Fuck me in the ass. Well. No, you start it, and then you get mad at me. I didn't, I didn't say anything about your forehead. Let me see your forehead. My forehead. Kiss it. No. Kiss my forehead. Yours is three. You have, well, you have an extremely small head. You're a very small head. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Person. You really? are. You know. My Other people have told you this. <laughs> the first time I told you this, I was scared to tell you because you're so violent. But I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I told you this and you're like, yeah, you're not the first person who's told me that. Which verifies the fact that you have a shrunken head. Okay, no. Let, let okay, me just let's explain. Move on. So then, no, no, Bantina, no. What? I need to clarify. It's just that I have a big nose and big no, hair. No. And by comparison, no. it makes my head look small. But really, it's a normal size head with it's large really not. hair. It's not a normal size head. Your nose might help you because it balances out a little bit more. Because if you had a small nose, your head wouldn't even, you wouldn't even see you. You'd just be shoulders <laughs> and hair. That's so wrong. I have a normal sized head. We've measured this. We've measured our heads. My head is your big. head is fat. You have a fat head. Fat? Yes, Let's your head say is fat. big. <laughs> I do have a huge your head, head has love handles. My mom went through some pain. <laughs> love handles on your head. <laughs> That's disgusting. You ever see those people with the hot dogs on the back of their neck? Yeah, I haven't seen that for a long time, actually. But yeah, I have those just all over my front and back of my head. <laughs> my earlobes have those hot dogs on them <laughs> what the fuck this podcast is gonna be 17 hours that's why long. i like you because you always smell like hot dogs <gasps> what if i did the dog dogs would be following me around the neighborhood <laughs> okay so there were a few times during this episode where we could obviously see some foreshadowing i'll use that word from not the gre but from freshman english class <laughs> <laughs> Did One you of, notice any symbolism? But I did see some foreshadowing in the car. Let me see if you know what I'm talking about, Elka Mino. Bet and Tina are in the car. They're driving. Actually, we don't know where they're driving, do we? I think they're taking the kid to preschool. Okay, well, they're driving in the car. Angie's in the back chatting to herself. 
And then they say, do you think I should sell my house and move to the west side? Oh, there's a clean blah, blah, blah. Do you think that they're going to move? Maybe that'll be the end of the L word. Like, because it starts pretty much with the house. Well, where are they neighbors. supposed to live now? They still live separately. Tina lives in her apartment no. on the west side. And Bet lives in her house. That's what I'm saying. Where's Bet's house supposed to be? I thought they lived on the west side. I guess I never really said. I just assumed they, that. I thought they lived in WeHo. They live in... I thought Shane said that once. They're going to get a, a really affordable bungalow in East LA. <laughs> no, they're moving west, she said. I'm kidding. No, I don't know. I think it would suck if they sold the house. The house is really cool, and they have memories, and the pool. There's always naked chicks in the pool. If they end up selling the house at the end of season six or during season six, it's a rip. And then they'll, like, show some other lesbians moving in, probably, because it's kind of a gay neighborhood. They no, showed they, that season okay. one. That's, like, a total ripoff of that movie. What movie? If These Walls uh, Could Talk. Oh. And the house looks a little similar. I think they should sell their house to a gay couple with kids. Like, men. <laughs> a couple of... Oh, Max and Tom. I have a total, I know I'm jumping way ahead. <laughs> but did you see in The Advocate, last month there was a FTM transsexual and he's legally male and he's legally married to his wife. But he is not, I don't know if he's pre-op or half-op or what, but he still has a uterus and he's pregnant. He's legally male and he's pregnant. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, Max and Tom. <laughs> How hey. awesome. As long as you've still got a max hole, anything is possible. That's why I'm not getting mine sealed up. Your max hole is on your neck, though. <laughs> no, there is a definite difference between a neck hole and a max hole. All Kelkians know that. One of them tastes better than the other, but, but I'm not going to say which. You don't know what my neck hole tastes like. Yes, I do. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like chicken. Your max hole tastes like bacon and your neck hole tastes like chicken. There were two cute parts in this episode. What? Gross. One was Angie saying, honk the horn. <laughs> she said, are you gonna? Yeah, and of course, if a kid says that, you gotta do it. And they're like, no, we're not gonna honk the horn. Bullshit. I'd be like, but then Beep! she does. And she <laughs> says, asshole. And now Angie's gonna say, asshole. You I'm can't sure say a word like that. that in front of a little kid. They are just little sponges. They love cussing. Um, What's on Bet's chin? It looks like she has a subterranean worm of the pimple variety, or she's overdosed on proactive and it has burned the skin off of her previous zit spot. I didn't notice that at all. She I think has your high. No. No? No. She has like a line right here. A red line. Could have just been a shadow. It's a hickey. A chin hickey. A chicky. Suck my chin, sexy. <laughs> and then they say that I think the weirdest, dumbest thing ever. We have to figure out a way to keep Jody and Angie's little why, why, why. That's stupid. That's Quit being so such a dumb. lesbian. If you want your kid to be bilingual, get her a tutor. You don't see Henry staying in their lives because I'm sure she became attached to him. What? Just the, he's so gross that it just <laughs> silenced me for a minute. Like, oh, Henry. Okay. Let's back to if I were on my deathbed, I would definitely be concerned about your <laughs> linen shirt from Tahiti like that what on great. earth are you wearing <laughs> that that's my last words to my that's she her last words to her no daughter. those weren't her last words it could have been she's shocked she was trying to be like Oscar Wilde 
She keeps thinking of things and saving them. Like, okay, I got to save this and maybe it'll be my last words. I got to say some witty. It's not her last words. She, she doesn't even know she's there. She's like, get my daughter. Helena runs up. She's like, I'm here, mommy. <laughs> and she's shocked by what she's wearing because she looks fucking crazy. She looks like a cave woman. Anyway, it is wonderful and fabulous to see Helena Peabody. I missed her. She's so tan. Yeah. She has blonde highlights. Her hair is all messy. She looks like, like a cave woman. No, she looks like, like someone a who's... a cave woman. But... <laughs> <laughs> she looks like someone who's been at the beach for months. She looks like a wild... She was on Survivor. And now she's back. It looks good on her. I disagree. You didn't think Helena looked good? I thought she looked good after she got cleaned up. She was so bronze. Yeah, she was very brown. And it looked real. So what happened to Peggy? Why is she dying? She was stung by a jellyfish. Can you really die from that? Uh-huh. Are these Didn't jelly... you see Finding Nemo? That was a fish! <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres almost died. What? Recently? She was the fish. Oh, God, you freaked me out. Keep up. Okay, the next scene we see Shane playing Ali Sheedy in high art. I know. It's like, God, it's so obvious. Can't they off. be more subtle even when they the, rip stuff off? Yeah, even the angle of the scene was similar and the lighting. The sheets, it was weird. Her hair. Ali Sheedy is hotter in that movie than Shane is. Did you know Ali Sheedy has gay mommies? Ali Sheedy is my imaginary girlfriend sometimes. She's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> She's super interesting, like off screen. She's just an interesting person. I think maybe we're made for one another. She has serious dandruff. You mean in The Breakfast Club? Yeah. <laughs> I love when The Breakfast Club is on TV, like regular TV, and so it's censored. <laughs> and he says, eat my socks. I love that. <laughs> Some movies are funnier. What's wrong with shorts? <laughs> he says shorts? He says, eat my shorts in the movie. And they censor it <laughs> to eat Why? my socks. That's hysterical. I love it. Some movies are better when they're censored. There was one movie. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was like, are you going to come to my motherfucking house and threaten me? <laughs> and they censored it to, are you going to come into my freshly vacuumed house? <laughs> no. <Nuh-uh>. Yes. <laughs> then we go to Alice's kitchen. Have you ever noticed that she had pink appliances before? No, but I've always wanted a pink refrigerator. I'll just get some paint. They sell appliance paint. Of course, it only comes in white and it's for touch-ups. And it costs $5 for an ounce, so that might cost a lot for a whole refrigerator. I love that you know this, my lesbian lover. <laughs> pink. She has a pink stove and a pink refrigerator. How can she give up that apartment? She needs to she stay won't. there. She's obviously staying. Tasha comes into the kitchen wearing her, her Walmart uniform, but they put a C in front of the W. That was scary. She's going to go protect the douches. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that Tasha's eyeshadow matched her Walmart uniform? No, but that's genius. I'm going to start doing that. What? Making my eyeshadow match your, your Walmart uniform. Your chicken uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which restaurant would have the best colors to do that? Burger King, you'd have brown and yellow eyeshadow. Burger King has brown and yellow? Oh, no, it's orange and brown. Their outfits? They used to be. Like in the 80s, they were brown know. and orange. So Shane wants to go to college. Of course, she's not going to now, but... So she's no, been inspired. No, I think she will. She's she, inspired by Molly. 
No. Why would she all of a sudden want to go to fashion the camera? Max's camera when she when Max and Alice were doing the chart, she was playing with the camera and she was all fascinated by it. Okay. And of course, Molly's like, "So what kind of photography do you want to do? Nature, abstract?" <laughs> Shane's like, "Portraiture." Uh, because portraiture equals naked ladies. Ah. Honestly, though, I think Shane would be like an awesome photographer. Then they go to lunch with Joyce and Phyllis, and Molly melts down a little bit, and then Shane brings her back to reality. And I realized that sunglass when they were both wearing sunglasses, Shane still looked hot in her sunglasses. Although they were like, <laughs> whatever. Molly didn't. Her whole like beauty is her eyes. When her eyes are covered up, she doesn't look hot anymore. I don't really think she's that hot anyway. It's just her bitchy personality that makes her hot. Uh, Joyce talks with her mouth full again. It's her staple. And so I don't really know what else happened in that scene because I was too distracted by Joyce's disgusting manners. Molly announces that she's going to Honolulu with Shane instead of to her internship. And of course, Shane's like, I didn't realize that. Shane's like on her best behavior. I don't like it. So Helena comes back to the planet and talks to Kit while the planet is being redecorated. And I actually kind of liked the moon thing. I think it's shitty that they took it down. I don't think they took it down. They were just talking about it. Did they show it being taken down? I thought that they took it down, but they hadn't like gotten rid of it yet. And then Helena walks in and Kit goes into full-on Kit mode. Girl, 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 girl. She says girl every different way you can say girl. Girl, girl, oh girl. And Helena's like, yeah, do you have any cookies? Stop the girl thing. Do you have cookies? I don't know what's happened to Helena because she should be asking for a biscuit. I haven't seen you for a year. Do you have any cookies? Well, while Helena is talking to Kit at the planet, Cindy comes up and apologizes to her, which was obviously foreshadowing what was going to happen later. You don't think they're going to keep that character around next season, do you? You mean Cindy Annabelle Tucker? Yes. I actually kind of like her. I wouldn't mind if she did stick around, but I don't think she will. Well, what happened to the jailbait? Dusty's or Duffy? Dusty (laughs) stayed in Tahiti. And then Alice meets Tasha's friends. One of them asks Alice for an autograph. That was weird. What was weird? That whole scene. This episode was kind of extra long. And I didn't understand the point of that scene because it didn't really contribute anything. I think it did because they were showing how different they are. It starts out when Tasha throws her Walmart badge on the kitchen table and Alice is clearly like, I can't believe my girlfriend is a Walmart security guard. But of course she doesn't say that. And Tasha looks embarrassed about it, but she goes anyway. I mean, they're just so different in so many ways. That's true. Tasha has her set of friends and Alice has her set of friends and they don't really mingle much. When they went up to the cafe, one of Tasha's friends literally asked Alice for her autograph. That's how different they are. I guess you're right. But at the same time, Tasha's friends all seem totally normal. And and then Alice is like, see. I have some. No, I can't have lunch because I have somewhere to be. On an electric scooter? Mm-hmm. Tina and Jenny are having lunch together. Which is weird. Well, they've kind of bonded over this strife on the set. I know Jenny's a total freak in a basket case and whatever, but I really liked what she said. Let's see. She said, I don't want to be with someone who's afraid to be who they are. I think it's pathetic. 
Right. Tina starts out by telling Jenny that Nikki misses her, basically. And that's Jenny's response to that. You know, that that carries a lot more weight than, she's dead to me. And then, when Tina returns from her lunch, Adele throws her off the set with her little cigar. (laughs) That was ridiculous. I can't believe these words actually came out of Adele's mouth. Loyalty is very important to me. They still really haven't said what the deal is. Do you think the deal with Adele is all the craziness from season five and Adele equals three movie deals? That's the whole reasoning? Because she's still nutty. It doesn't make any sense. You don't see anything about her motivations. It's kind of pointless. (laughs) Okay, honestly, the Adele thing... It had potential, and they completely squandered it. It's obviously over now, and who fucking cares? It was stupid. If you're going to introduce, like, an evil mastermind, make her, like, really, really evil. Then we would have been sitting here saying, they really went over the top. I love it when they go over the top. (laughs) Do you remember the Charlie's Angels scene? (laughs) Yeah. The Adele thing, I think, was mishandled at the end. It just fizzled out into nothing i hope she's gone next season me too i mean she was kind of hot but her character was just so she wasn't so hot that we can't do without her next season right not like helena helena's got character it's not just about her hotness okay maybe it is but still her boobs have more character than adele's whole body i love helena (laughs) peggy's dying words in fact were not as elga said what's that you're wearing it was her telling helena to buy the planet and maybe two nightclubs <laughs> the planet is one of the two she meant buy the planet and buy she bar i know she's she not buy a third night other night buy your friend a nightclub or two those weren't her dying words either she's we not don't know dead. that she's it's a jellyfish thing. She's fine. No, I think Peggy's she's supposed fine. to be dead. And then the very night that her mother's died, Helen is at the rap party. Okay, well, maybe her funeral will be at the beginning of season six. Peggy is not dead. She's fine. Why does she have all the money now, Helena? Faced with her own mortality, Peggy decided to let her daughter back into the fold. What accent is Clea supposed to have? Is that supposed she's to be... She's from New Zealand. Oh, okay. That's a very subtle accent. It's almost just sounds like a trendy American girl trying to sound different. Well, one of our listeners wrote on the forum that that actress has been in the United States for so long that she's kind of getting a little bit of an American accent on her native New Zealand accent. She sounds like that. She sounds like California accent plus New Zealand. I think, yeah, I think that's what's going on. Why are they dressed alike? Last week it was... Jody and Bet. Was that last week? I swear I thought it was Cleo. I don't know. Maybe it is. C. Cl. <laughs> Clito. I don't know why they're dressed alike. I thought it was weird. I don't know what this ongoing thing of people dressing alike is. I think it's weird when somebody looks really cute from the front and then their profile is bizarro. Her profile is odd. I can't argue with that statement because I also noticed it. But she's still, I think she's cute. I like her. They get pulled over on a scooter. She's like, it's electric. It's just like a bicycle. <laughs> Except for you can mow people down with it. Well, you can do that on a bike. You can crash it into your neighbor's yard. <laughs> Shut up. If your name is Casey. <laughs> I only crashed the scooter one time. It was when I was learning to drive it. And I didn't, I didn't really crash. I just drove into the yard. I've almost crashed that thing a couple of times, though. But I didn't. Uh, and so they get a ticket. 
And then they call LAPD pigs, <laughs> which is obviously foreshadowing. foreshadowing. So Alice says that she thinks her relationship might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Do you think she said that her relationship might be in trouble because it was getting to be troublesome based on their housing issues, etc.? Or do you think that this situation is causing strife because there's this girl in front of me who I want to kiss? No, I definitely think that for Alice, the reason she's open to being attracted to this girl is because her relationship is already in trouble. Because Alice isn't the type. Could you have imagined her cheating on Dana? It just wouldn't know. have happened. Tasha and Alice just... These things come up at unexpected times. You don't go out looking for it. Some people do. (laughs) Right, but I'm saying that I think Alice is open to it because she and Tasha were already in trouble. I agree with you. And then they almost kiss. They actually show the the screen shot is of Alice on the the right side, and the whole left side of the screen's blank, so you know she's going to be coming in. So what's up with this like first year of film school? Let's shoot the whole scene through a blanket. There were a lot of like weird angles Mm -hmm. and profiles. And I'm like, well, it was kind of amateurish and irritating. And I am not a fan. (laughs) Well, the scene with Alice on the right side. And then obviously you knew that Clea was going to be coming in. That was very, very amateur. But the... Scene well, with and then, that and Tina, I thought was fine. They shot the scene through a blanket. How can you say you <laughs> thought it was fine? It was romantic. It's like you could just see fuzzy, blurry outlines. No, of- it added texture. And okay, you know what they were doing is they were trying to cover up Bet's proactive scar. <laughs> oh Jesus! They put like a sheer material. <laughs> it was supposed to be sexy and okay. And then what about the super, super close up of? Phyllis's profile when she was in the art gallery with Shane. Oh my God, I noticed that too. It was like from her eyebrow to halfway that up was, her chin. It, that it was looked like, like the that picture where it's like, it's a vase, it's two heads, it's a vase, it's two <laughs> you heads. You always use that example for everything. Even if it's not applicable, you, you use that example for everything. You're like, this ravioli isn't cooked all the way. It's like that vase with the two heads, or the vase and the two heads. Okay. I'm just saying there's a gold bird cage in the middle of the room and then they go to the super close up and I'm just (laughs) so Tina and Bet are back together being all sweet and I like it it makes me happy and then they are talking about having another baby they're talking about it Bet's just like so do you think Angelica should have a little sister or brother he was like huh my vagina is tired Bet hey there's more than one vagina in that household Bet's too old. Maybe they'll adopt. I think Bet is going to be pregnant next season. Bet. I predict Bet. Okay, well, you she- could have something because her career has been ruined partially. No. Her career is fine. She's going to be mildly embarrassed socially. Okay, here's why. Because Bet is like, she loves art so much, but she's not a creative person herself. She's never made anything. She could make a baby. That's not really creative. You just put the dick in the hole and a baby comes out. It sounds so simple and yet <laughs> so unattainable. It's not really a creative process. I'm sorry to downplay. You build it cell parenthood. by cell. You don't build anything. It grows inside your body like a plant. Plants don't grow inside your <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alice comes home to find Tasha all super excited to go to police academy. 
<laughs> That's not what it's Woo-hoo. like. People who are getting ready to go to the police academy are they're either a ch- like eighteen and they're like, I think I'm gonna be a cop, cause yeah, that'd be cool. Or they're like, I don't fucking know what to do with my life. Maybe I should become a cop. They have good benefits. I don't. Know. <laughs> I know. It's always <laughs> like they have good benefits. <laughs> She's literally getting a blue collar job. Yeah. With Alice, the TV star who's on the side of the bus like <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. That was basically like her. <laughs> I just, quit making sex in the city comparisons. Compare, contrast. Compare, hey, I didn't start it. The Elmwood's logo was same sex, different city. Their what? first season. Their first season, their little tagline was same sex, different city. It was? Yeah, they marketed as sex in the city for lesbians. Um, this show is nothing like that one. Who has better clothes, Alice or Carrie Bradshaw? I'm not a fan of Carrie Bradshaw's wardrobe. Carrie Bradshaw's is more expensive, but Alice's looks better. Agreed. Especially on her. Okay, who's grosser, Mr. Big or Henry? <laughs> Henry. <laughs> Mr. Big's fine. He's well-groomed. Okay. I could. We could do a whole show on Sex and the City, but... We won't. They showed a lot of Alice's apartment. They showed the pink. What? No, we couldn't. I could. All by yourself. Hi, I'm Elka. I'm here <laughs> to talk about sex in the city. Um, <laughs> this show has been off the air for 10 years. <laughs> I decided to start a podcast on it. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. We should start putting out podcasts that are totally lame. On purpose. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Casey. It's been three years. No. What do you mean start? I mean on purpose. We April are Fools. lame accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's going to come back to haunt me. Somebody's going to record that and be like, a-hole, you are lame. <laughs> okay, here's what we should do. We should randomly turn on the TV and whatever show is on whatever channel, we have to podcast it. But we're about to cancel that good cable. It's going to be like KOB TV news. <laughs> Local Talk news about Mark Ronchetti. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you think that um, Tasha would turn her friends in for having a brownie party? No. She didn't turn her friends in in the military for being gay. That would be weird if your friend was dating a cop and you wanted to have a party. The only party I've ever been to with a cop present, um, I was, was like... Was the one where he called you gay? Huh? Oh! That wasn't a party. Plus, he called me queer. <laughs> oh, even better. He didn't even call me queer. He just said, that's queer. He said, Casey, you're such a queer. <laughs> but he didn't mean it like that. He just meant, you queer, like, you dumbass. No, I think it was subliminal. Like, in the back of his mind, he's like, they're queer. They're a bunch of queers. I'm stuck with these queers <laughs> in my mom's house, so I can't say they're a bunch of queers. No. Actually, he says that word all the time. It's really awkward. Because his daughter is a queer, too. <laughs> Wait, we can't get off on that tangent. We could talk for hours. <laughs> what were we talking about? Cops at parties. Right. The one party I did go to where I knew that there was a cop there. I'm sure I've been to many that... Well, I've been to parties that were busted up by cops, but this person was an attendee. So we're, we're drinking, it's fine, it's mildly entertaining, and then this cop shows up. I think his name was Roy, which is so appropriate. And the person I was dating was like, oh, Roy's here. 
And everybody's like, oh, Roy's here. I'm like, who the fuck is this Roy? I knew everybody at the party but Roy, but everybody else knew him. It was weird. He was the one bringing the drugs. <laughs> oh, that's how it was with me, too. The only party I ever, he brought the drugs. I wonder if they were from Evidence Room. <laughs> Small towns. So then Helena does go to She Bar and talks to the future ex-lover, Cindy. <laughs> the future ex. I like that. Phyllis and Shane have a little heart-to-heart at Jody's art opening. A heart-to-heart? It's more like a fist-to-heart. Ooh, a fist. You know, what What did Phyllis say that wasn't true? It was just mean. You'd be mean, too, if you were a mama bear looking out for your cub. I might. You're right. But that was, it, it was a little bit scary. And there was a point where Shane looked like she was going to stick up for herself and be like, fuck you or whatever and she looked around like where am i i can't do and then she stopped herself yeah i noticed that too but i thought she stopped herself because she thought about it and she was like well she's kind of right i probably because she probably would have they don't have a strong enough bond that shane wouldn't cheat on her eventually she probably would have fucked nikki anyway the next day is shane gonna do the same exact bullshit thing at the end of every season (laughs) we'll get to that at the end of this I need some growth from this character. That's how people are sometimes. I know, but then she should just accept it and quit looking all broken Mm -hmm. up about it. I think that's what she's trying to do in the coming scenes. I do agree with you, though, that Phyllis went a little over the top. Like, don't turn her into another heartbroken victim. I think, honestly, she could have had... Yeah, but I really think that Phyllis probably could have had a conversation with Shane that resulted in the same outcome that wasn't so mean she could have rationally told her her reasons why and been mildly threatening maybe and had the same result i think she doesn't respect shane's intelligence enough to bother having a rational conversation with her and that brings us to the installation jody's opening night and well we know it's going to be frightening because jody snubs bet a couple of times well we knew it was it's called core yeah they actually, I think, shot this at the Hammer Museum. Really? Which I was surprised because the stripes on the wall are Terry Haggerty. I recognized it. He did a whole stripes thing. Did you notice Shane was wearing stripes and when she stood by the wall, it looked like she was <laughs> camouflaged? <laughs> this, to me, was all wrong. The whole thing just didn't work at all for so many reasons the art in and of itself yes well yeah <laughs> we could also let's talk no about no that. not the art on its own merit as art i oh. mean this scene as a scene in the l word oh. first of all before bet and jody hooked up jody was kind of a playa she's never broken someone's heart mm-hmm. she can't be mature enough to realize that sometimes relationships don't work out jody's never cheated on someone and felt bad about it later the whole sculpture was made just to bash bet right it had nothing to do with anything else past or future if you're a great artist as jody is supposed to be in this show if you're a great artist with a real artistic vision are you gonna like totally cheapen it by creating something that's its sole purpose is to embarrass your ex-lover for cheating on you that's so tawdry no no well that's okay no (laughs) she's an artist this is the only thing. She was working on this before Bet dumped her. Then Bet dumps her, and this is the only thing that she could pull out of herself. That's how rotten her core was. Okay, but it just, 
but it was a terrible, terrible sculpture. Because as a complete patron, would you have any idea what they were trying to express? I'm really not into like that sort of multimedia thing. You're not like, into that. I don't like video art because it just seems so graduate student project. Not that I know. I don't know anything about okay, art or let's whatever. Let's say but... you do or do not like that medium. Still, if you were there, would you have any idea what this was about? Because I would not. I wouldn't have any feeling from it. I'd be like, let's move on. It was poor. Yeah. But of course, Bet was, she had just given the intro speech. So she was standing by the stage alone. And then they show, the camera like circles her. Mm -hmm. of being alone and of course she's overwhelmed by it she was completely mortified so the art was actually a gift to bet because she's the only one who could have gotten it i mean obviously her friends knew what it was about but it was sad because she was all alone there jennifer beals is great at that face that like (laughs) oh i smell something bad face i love it i hate it (laughs) she's really good at it they shot her in a lot of dim rooms and behind cloth okay on you're one. convincing me that she was breaking out the chin out I'm telling you because that was one of the first scenes and i know they don't shoot the show in order but sometimes they shoot characters in order and they probably like okay future scenes for this show we gotta cover that shit up immediately <laughs> i don't believe you do but whatever I, you can i'm enjoying this theory anyway <laughs> what creative ideas do you come up to cover up jennifer beale's chin everyone well we could have her looking wise by holding her chin to her by holding her hand to her chin we could put a scarf on her how about a full beard they're like no let's screen her on a bed by the pool behind sheer material and then later she'll be in a darkened room and we're only going to shoot the one side of her head and now we move on to Shebarf. I was actually wondering, I'm not joking, like I was wondering, do you think that they hired short extras for this scene to make Helena look more statuesque? <laughs> to make her look more what? Statuesque. Oh, like tall no. and regal and I think she actually is very tall. And Don Denbo does look short. I really believe that they hired short extras on purpose for this scene. <laughs> and lover Cindy becomes Cynthia Annabelle Tucker. It, did she call Helena a pretty little rich girl or a she pretty did. little witch girl? Rich. I think she said witch, W-I-T-C-H. The subtitle said rich with an oh, R. Oh, yeah. pretty little rich girl. That's stupid insult. Because she's big. She's not little. She's <laughs> eight feet tall in that scene. Plus, it's a compliment. You're pretty little and wealthy. And then Kit, like, shakes her booty. She's, like, shaking her booty at dawn. (laughs) How do you direct a booty shake at a person? I don't know, but she does it. It's hilarious. Why don't you try it? You'll have to try that during Pride. Don't shake your booty at me. Has anyone ever thrown their drink in your face? Mm, No. Has anyone ever thrown their drink in your face? Nope. It'll happen June 13th through 15th. I hope so. A drink in your face? What are they going to be like? I hope they throw a shot in my mouth. (laughs) They'll throw a shot in your mouth with their nipple. That's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) Maybe those California girls will show up and throw a drink in your face because they think we're insulting to Californians. And Walmart. And cancer. And I admit to being insulting towards Walmart. If you work at Walmart, you deserve better. Go get another job today. Go. Now. Go work at Target. 
Go work anywhere else, the gas station, anywhere. Just don't work at Walmart. It just exudes unhappiness. Whatever, work at Walmart if you fucking feel like it. No! But we don't hate Californians. I like Californians. How come if you go to a restaurant that's not in California, any food that has avocado associated with it is the California-style food? (laughs) That's why. It's just an avocado. (laughs) Did they invent the fucking fruit in California? No, but if you go to any restaurant in Southern California, your food will be garnished with avocado. And I love it. Fresh avocado. Okay, but it's like if you have a bowl of cereal and you stick an avocado next to it, it's California (laughs) California cereal. (laughs) There's no food like New Mexican food. No, Southern California food is the best. Uh Uh-uh, New Mexico has the best food in the fucking world. No. That's the only reason I live here. (laughs) I haven't seen a decent band for years, but oh, I get (laughs) yummy food. So Shane tells Molly to go fetch her a drink, which is uncharacteristic for Shane. Foreshadowing that you know. Foreshadowing. Something (laughs) is coming. She hits on the closest girl in proximity. Who knows her, of course, because she's Shane. Shane just looks around. She turns 10 degrees and she's like, oh, hey. (laughs) Didn't we fuck once? (laughs) Let's do it again. What? I love the way you were just talking. It's so funny. I don't know why. You made a funny face when you did it. <laughs> I was trying to get into the character. <laughs> so Molly comes back. She's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Shane's not very good at dumping a girl. What do you mean? It was effective. She's like, okay, I'm not going to throw the drink at you. You deserve compassion. I'll be around if you ever want to fuck me again. Goodbye. That's the perfect <laughs> dump. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I guess you're, I guess you're right. She even gave her the drink. <laughs> Give me a drink and get the hell out of here. Perfect. So that's that for Molly. Molly knows how to take a breakup, unlike... Yeah, she kept her dignity. And then the next scene, we're watching it, we're like, okay, is this a funeral procession? I really thought it was a funeral. They're all dressed in black. They're all... It's quiet. Driving in a line. It's like, okay. In black cars. Is it Peggy's funeral? No, it's it's the rap party, which everybody wears black to except for Alice, who's wearing, like, bright coral fuchsia. I don't know what that color was, but I love that she would wear a pink dress to this thing where everybody's wearing black. So they're like, Shane, where's Molly? (laughs) Shane's response is so perfect. Wait, wait, who? She's like, what? (laughs) No, actually, she says, I think she went to college. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, but first she's like, (laughs) what? She just does that weird laugh. (laughs) And Shane immediately changes her wardrobe to slut wear. As soon as she's back to the old Shane, she's wearing those same pants. Those leather. Gross slut pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, I'm not dating anyone. I need to dress five years younger and look like an asshole. (laughs) You can tell what's going on in Shane's brain by her eyeliner. People dress differently when they're out for some. Mm -hmm. How do you dress if you're out for some? Charcoal gray sweater. (laughs) Just a sweater? No. No pants? No, if I'm out for some, I wear that yellow skirt that looks all torn. Good to know! What do you wear? What do you mean? When you're out for some. Uh, Tool belt? Assless uh, chaps? You wear a long t-shirt with a belt and pretend it's a dress. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any slut wear. So then we see Begonia and Adele showcasing their love for all to see. It's beyond awkward. It's yeah. like weird. It's like watching your... Ah. 
The actress who plays Adele is not very convincing at lesbian kissing. It's her first lesbian kiss, right? On the show? Yeah, I guess so. And uh, she needed more practice. What was up with that? I guess it was supposed to tidily wrap up this storyline, but it really didn't do anything for me. Tasha's drunk. (laughs) Suddenly... All of a sudden, boom, Tasha has a drinking problem out of nowhere. <laughs> She's flirting with Cammy. It's so out of character. It's pathetic. She doesn't look like a drinker, and she doesn't look like she'd just openly flirt with somebody if she was dating someone else. So they're obviously going to break up, right? Yeah, it's got to be over with Tasha and Alice. We're never going to see Tasha again. What? No, she'll at least be in season six a little no bit. No way. No. You think we're it's never going to be gonna one of those her. things in the first five minutes? Kit's going to be like, "Have mm-hmm. you talked to Tasha? Is she going to oh, move to San Francisco? Oh, she's in Long Beach. Blah blah blah. <laughs> no, everybody moves to San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the black hole. <laughs> so Alice tells Shane she met someone. I like what Alice says here. I guess I don't like Even what Shane I says. Really, I don't agree with what Alice said though. Like I thought I would because she's supporting commitment and that seems like a good idea but the way she puts it it's like no you should really work at your relationship and try to make it work it's not supposed to be work if it's work you're not doing it right right but it's not it doesn't start to be work till after like a few years yeah like nine and three quarters years it's (laughs) hard hard work (laughs) oh so hard yeah they're they're yes of course you have to work through things but it shouldn't feel like work on a daily basis it should feel like walking through Jello. <laughs> Darn it. It should feel like the day you get your teeth cleaned. It kind of hurts, but you're glad you did it. <laughs> but the worst thing about... Can I probe your cavity? The worst thing about <laughs> Shane's bad side, which is supposed to be coming out, is that she tells other people it's okay to fuck everyone you see. Alice is smarter than to take Shane's advice, though. She's like a drug addict. You know how drug addicts are? (laughs) They always want you to do drugs, too. Until they're off, like, when they're off of it, they're like, no, drugs are bad. But then if they're on the drug again, which they always do, go back to the drug again if you're a real addict. They're like, come on, it's just a little cocaine. What's the big deal? (laughs) That's how Shane is. She's like, it's just some pussy. (laughs) Try a little here and there. One pussy isn't going to kill you. (laughs) You just got to know when to stop. (laughs) What? I'm okay to drive. (laughs) I can drive. I only had one pussy tonight. It's not like we're talking about penis here. It's just some pussy. Try it. You'll like it. Here's some black eyeliner. You're all set. (laughs) So Bet and Tina are on the dance floor. And it's very sweet. Bet's in her black dress that she decorated with her bedazzler that she bought on HSN. seriously if that dress were just plain black it would have been fine but she's got this big weird no it's not big it's It's big ginormous what is it a butterfly it's like a humongous it's like a prehistoric butterfly of epic proportions suitable to her personality a butterfly on her chest that was weird but of course like the sexy dance and the kiss was super That totally sensual. It was like they were sponsored by Bedazzler. They should have shown her making it. Like, (laughs) what are you doing, honey? Just getting ready for tonight. What are you doing? Look, it's so simple. (laughs) A a child could do it. I've just turned this fifteen hundred dollar dress into a two hundred dollar dress. Let me show you how easy it is. (laughs) 
That was weird. What was Tina wearing? I don't even know. I was too distracted exactly. by the bling. What if somebody you were dancing with was wearing that? You'd just stare at it like you'd be me- you'd have a seizure. <laughs> you look like a junior high school boy. Because you know how the girls are always taller and their boobs are right in front of their face when they dance? They just stare at them, moving side to side in a rhythmic pattern. <laughs> That's how they should have shown Tina. And then she like, said, hypnotized like a snake. <laughs> Like a cobra. <laughs> yeah. Dee, 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 dee. <laughs> and Beth's like, oh, can't I really love you. Away. I'm glad we're back together. And Tina's like, huh? I can't. What? She's like, never mind. I can't, I can't hear you because your dress is deafening. Well, Do you like my dress? It weighs 45 pounds. <laughs> but Tasha's like, did she say I can't imagine them together because she doesn't know the history? Or, she, I or think so. Did yeah. she, I think she might have said, I can imagine them together. No, I think she said she couldn't. Or, That's I don't odd. know. I don't know. That's One more reason why Tasha's out the door. She doesn't know anything. So they're at this rap party. Tina's hair looks like shit for the first time this season. Did you notice? I was bedazzled. <laughs> Right. Maybe that's why. I didn't notice anything because Tina's hair looked assy. Jenny crashes the party and Adele just hands over the microphone like because otherwise she may embarrass herself. You know Adele's not really gay because she calls her quote girlfriend her lady. (laughs) Who says that unless you're 85? (laughs) This is my lady friend. (laughs) She's my lady. My special lady. I'd like to thank Jenny for giving me this opportunity. She's like fuck no. Hold it right there, Missy. You stole this shit. Okay, and now is where it gets confusing. Oh, now? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Obviously, this is a purposeful confusatoriness, but... So Jenny says, where's Nikki? Where's Nikki? I want to tell her something. And then she says, I'm so madly in love with someone. Someone. And then she skips off to find Nikki. Actually, before she skips off, as she's saying... Yeah, (laughs) I want to thank my friends who've shown me loyalty and compassion. As she's saying that, skip to the scene of Shane fucking Nikki on a rail. She says it as yeah. she's fucking her. This is what we call irony in eighth grade English class. Well, why is she why is she running out screaming Nikki? Why isn't she looking for Shane? Right. Well, maybe Nikki is the one she thinks she's no. in love with. No. A lot of people think she's talking about Shane, but a lot of people think she's talking about Nikki. Those people are wrong. It's obviously Shane because... Why would she be running to tell Nikki that she's in love with someone else? It doesn't add up. I think she's found a common ground with Nikki that she loves her in a certain way, but this whole experience has shown her where her true love lies, and that is in Shane's pants. I do think she's talking about Shane. I think it's meant to be confusing, obviously. Mm -hmm. This is supposed to be the cliffhanger. But really, it's just a hill jumper. (laughs) Okay. So she either is, she wants to tell Nikki she's so in love with dot 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 someone. No. Because she wants to make Nikki feel bad. Better. Or she wants to tell Nikki, I forgive you. I understand. I'm in love with someone Yes, absolutely. Let's be lesbian friends. So she runs out there. She sees them in what I think was the unhottest sex scene of the season. I disagree. You thought it was hot? I like it when one boob's hanging out. <laughs> and one shoe. One boob out, one shoe on. Okay. You like did asymmetry. You, did you not, just for a split second, think maybe Nikki was going to go over the railing? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. I hoped for that. And that could be her exit. <laughs> As Jenny runs out, what are you doing? Shane like jerks up and 
accidentally <laughs> throws Nikki off the off the railing. So Jenny runs out. She's like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, what do you think we're doing, honey? But then immediately she says, this is like sad, sad ending, I think. This is the telling part. This is it. Why we know she was talking about Shane when she said she was in love with someone. It's because she said to Shane, I thought we were friends. I thought that we had each other's backs. Next. I don't know. It's a tough one. I do think that she's talking about Shane. Because, okay, when Jenny gets dumped by her girlfriend who said she's going to love her forever and have her French babies and loses her movie all in one day, who does she go to? She goes to Shane. Shane is her best friend who she trusts and relies on. That's why it's the ultimate betrayal because Shane betrayed their friendship and whoever she was in love with, which is one of those people, also betrayed her. And because Jenny likes to be fucking dramatic and it's the ultimate betrayal. Okay, so we skip back to the movie business where they're telling them that the movie would be too gay. The gay movie about lesbians is too gay. Does Kit really smoke? Does Pam Greer smoke? I don't know. Because when she was like, this is something done by the man or whatever she said. She was holding her hand like you would hold a cigarette in your hand when you're talking pissed off. She had a phantom cigarette. (laughs) The season ends with Jenny saying to Shane, directly to Shane. You don't know who she's looking at. She's looking at Shane, clearly. I believe that she is. You've broken my heart. And she says it in the sweetest, saddest voice ever. I could pick up those pieces and put her back together again. Shane and Jenny belong together. Yeah. For one night. Forever. Welcome. Bye. (laughs) And that wraps up season five. So next season, I don't think we're going to see Tasha anymore. I think Dusty's out of the picture. Nikki, gone. Adele. Good. And I think... Max will probably still be around, but I don't know. He may go off with Tom and Jody. And also Jody's gone. I wonder if you're thinking the same thing I am. And Molly's gone. Because it's very clear to me what they're doing. Full circle. Oh, they're getting rid of all the extra people. Not only that, but everybody's personality is coming back to where it began with, which proves my point, my philosophy on life, that no one ever really changes. All right, Dr. House. No, but they're all coming back full circle. I see what you're saying. Alice is going to come back as a bisexual as she entered the show. Yeah, I think she is. I know it's as disappointing to me as it is for you. No, no, (laughs) no. Bet and Tina coming back as a couple, trying to have a baby again. Ooh. It's all coming back to season one. This is one. a good theory. I like it. Shane, crazy player, confused. What should I do with my life? Oh, my God. I think, obviously, with the exclusion of Dana, they're going to end the show with that same tight-knit group of friends. Because that's the core. I like that. The core. I think you you're will. right. Because they're cutting them loose left and right. I like that idea, and I hope it pans out. Who do you think is going to do the opening scene for season six? Or should we save that for the upcoming podcast? Let's save it. All right, because I have a definite prediction. Okay. God, I love. Season five has ended, but the Planet Podcast has not. You can keep sending your feedback to theplanetcast at gmail.com or calling our listener hotline at 206-203-3552. We're going to do one more episode of The Chart, and then we're going to do off-season podcasts. And it's going to be very different from previous seasons of off-season podcasts. Okay, but we're still going to keep doing listener feedback, whether or not we call it the chart. Yeah, yeah. So keep it coming. As always, you can find links to our MySpace, our Super Discount Emporium, and the Planet Listener Forum, which is going to be seriously your L-word fix over the summer when you're desperate for some gay gossip. 
Should we tell them about the big announcement now or on the next chart? On the next chart. Okay. That's it. Season five. Cut. Print. <laughs> Adios, amigas. Sin frijoles. So Alice comes in, she sits down on her old couch and tells Tasha about the... No! Alice comes in, sits down on the old couch. Fuck! Why don't you say it? Alice comes in, sits down on the old couch and fuck. (laughs) I hate you. I just like fucking with you. It's so fun.